Hello and welcome to No Easy Games, an alternative guide to world football. It's your favourite sporadic podcast with another one of those episodes that randomly appears within your podcast subscription service and doesn't generally affect your life either way whatsoever. But it's here and for the next certain number of minutes we're going to chat about all things football. I'm Tom O'Brien. And I'm Aaron Gales. Yeah. As we've, as we've discussed many times, I can't, I can't really ad-lib. Um, glad to be back though, Tom. I know you're not. As I'm just as you just said off air, or yeah. maybe on air, possibly. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, basically, I like it's so. By the way, that's very thank nice. you. I didn't um, know Adidas had moved into the sort of Parker. Yeah, and I was looking for a warmer. Coat. I think it's Exploric, just the next. No, mm. mm. um, I was looking for a warmer coat because uh, I mean, you'll have noticed we're both Manchester based, but a it's few great. weeks ago it suddenly dropped. Mm. Uh, and uh, where I work is very bitter and windy as well. Yeah. I only walk for about 30 seconds from the car mm. to the building Bit of a work each day. But mm. I don't want to be cold for those 30 seconds. No, no. And I often wear it in meetings because the air conditioning is not regulated. Yeah. But, you know, because the year license fees aren't being wasted. Um, <laughs> or taxes or anything else. Yeah. Um, that was very nice. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I don't care for your jumper. Thank you. <laughs> it's just the colour. It's not a colour. No, it's sort of orange. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's very bold. Yeah, you're not wrong. It's the style's not it's a bit questionable. But, uh, to be the I can't get the top button. No, no, no. It's quite new. And I try to do the top button. Obviously, obviously, I mean, I wouldn't go for that look anyway. No. It's very mac, isn't it? But quite a fat neck. That could affect your vocal performance. In yeah, I'll, take, I'll undo it. Yeah. Um, it's bad enough with it is without hindering me anything. I've got a really exciting thing for us to discuss today. So I'm um, in the dark. You're completely in the dark, and I'll be honest, I'm not that much more in the light, seeing as I wrote <laughs> it down as I got into my car to drive Excellent. the short distance over here. Um, we are approaching England's 1,000th international fixture. Oh, yeah. Uh, the game against Montenegro in November yeah. 2019, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, yeah. will be or was the 1,000th international that an England... Uh, wow. senior men's team has competed in yeah. uh, the squad has been announced and in a nice touch on social media uh, they're bringing uh, they, they've announced they're bringing in player legacy numbers which is something we see quite a lot in uh, cricket where you'll see on each of the players shirts or caps mm. the number order in which they receive that cap oh, right. is okay. uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, displayed yeah. uh, so we've got a lot of players who are in the thousands yeah. Um, who uh, are, are getting their caps for this thousandth game? Yeah. Let's see if you can if you can guess just just some of the uh, play. This isn't part of it. This is just extra content. <laughs> um, this is just me sort of trying to pad it out to a full. To a, a thousand full games. That's amazing. A thousand games. So uh, let's see. So the could you tell me who the one thousand two hundred and forty fourth and last England cap went to? Oh, last. So the last player to get an England cap. Bloody hell. Uh, I will go for... And it's almost certainly wrong. Callum hudson Adoy. No, he was 1,242. There were two Mount. players. Mason and he Mount. was 1,243. Oh. So it was in the last game then. I mean, I know I still wanted to pad it out, but this is getting a bit too far. It's Tyrone Mings. <laughs> oh, uh, 1, I've never got that. Uh, and what a, what a crap cap as well that was. What a waste yeah, of a cap. Yeah, I, I mean, what, he went from Bournemouth to Villa for something like 25 yeah. million. I mean, he's all, he's all right. He's all right. He's left Philip, that's why he's got in. Anyway, yeah. I was close. Um, and the... Uh, Don't ask me who the first one was. Well, the first player is 1,170. Who do you think that could be? 
1,170 is his legacy number. Right. Uh, not that's from the current squad. Not not going back oh, to right. like the 1800s for oh, the first right. ever England cap. Who is the uh, most senior player in the current England in the current squad? setter? Uh, Jordan Henderson is correct. 1,170 are the notable numbers if you're a fan of those. Kieran Trippier, 1,222. Yeah, that uh, was nice. And I didn't know that uh, Fabian Delph, 1,204, earned his first cap. Uh, two players after John Stones, 1,202. John Stones uh, back in the England squad, yeah, uh, much yeah. to your delight. Mm-hmm. And I thought we could take this opportunity uh, to discuss England over those thousand games. We're going right. to go through them game by game. <laughs> um, Is this going to be the, ne- the next thousand episodes of the podcast? I'll commit <laughs> right now to not doing another thousand oh. episodes of this shite. Oh. Um, what, is your, um, what is your first England footballing memory? Uh, We've had this discussion before, very briefly, I think, but uh, Euro 96 as a whole. Um, But I think that's partly because we didn't qualify for the 94 World Cup. So I can remember following Newcastle before 96, obviously. But we didn't qualify, and the previous tournament was 92. So, you know, you're young. So Euro 96 for me um, was my first. That's the first England game I can remember. Yeah. First England game I remember was from the 1990 World Cup, England versus Ireland, a one-all draw. Mm. Um, we, we, yeah, we drew Switzerland, didn't we, and then beat Scotland. That's what I can remember from 96. So that's about right then, Tom, because you're, you're about six years older than me, aren't you? Let's say that, I don't yeah, know for sure. So but, about that, that. but yeah, that's about right then, yeah. yeah. So don't feel too old. Right. Yeah, no, but still, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know. I was virtually driving. <laughs> No, three, three years later I took my driving test. Yeah, like, yeah. That makes me, um, yeah. whereas you were three years old or whatever <laughs> it was, it was fun. Um, I mean, England have sent us through, through some ups and downs. They have um, they've only won uh, one senior trophy in our lifetime. Can you remember what that trophy was? Uh, Le Tournoi. Yeah, Le Tournoi in 1997, thanks to the short-lived but prolific strike partnership of Ian Wright and Paul Scholes. Yeah. We were devastating in that tournament. Yeah. Uh, what is your favourite, of all from any of the thousand, mm. your favourite England game? Ooh. I don't know. I don't know about game, but well, I suppose I probably would. I think the best moment I think was when under Sven. And I'm not saying when we thrashed Germany, although that was very good. But when we drew with Greece, that last minute free kick from Beckham. Um, I remember watching that game vividly at my friend's house, and I think he'd had seven or eight, seven or eight free kicks in decent positions that game that hit the wall, gone wide, gone over the bar. And I remember Teddy Sheringham was desperate to take that free kick. He was also something of a free kick specialist. He'd scored with his first touch in that game. And he'd scored in that game. And Beckham just sort of waved him away. And it was just one of those, it's it's such a cliche, but you knew almost as soon as it left his foot that it was going in. Um, So I'd say that's probably my favourite moment as an England fan. Because we'd like done the hard work by beating Germany away to get back into that group after a poor start. And then it was all slipping away against Greece. And then for, to score that goal, that would probably be it for me. So I remember watching that German, um, we may have mentioned this on the podcast before, but let's face it, there's no one listening. Um, <laughs> it, it, was, it was that game I watched uh, on holiday in South Africa. Mm. And I watched it, the camera on the South African feed was on the other side of the pitch. Oh, right. So it was only when I came home and saw, like for me, mm. England's first goals were, as you're watching it, to the left. Oh right! But everyone else saw them. To, like Steven Gerrard's yeah. long, long yeah. hit was was you know went to the right hand yeah. side, and I'm like, 
Was how much even knockoff fee? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I'm trying to sort of think back of them, like, mm. were all the advertising hoardings the wrong way around yeah, yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's, it yeah. could have been. Uh, um, but yeah, like, I watched it the uh, the wrong way. Mm. Instead, I watched it on a game reserve, uh, and again, I can't remember. So this, money was better those days. Um, <laughs> and um, there had been a power cut 10 minutes before kickoff. Mm. Um, I was concerned about missing the game. Everyone else was concerned about the electric fences being down and tigers <laughs> and lions and stuff getting yeah. in. But you know, need, needs must. Uh, what would be my yeah, favourite England too. game? Um, I think for me, the four-one win against the Netherlands in Europe, oh, that's really good show. Yeah, um, that's good show. which was, I still think it was quite a sort of slow and steady first half. But the mm. second half, some of the football and that. That one where Shearer hits it with the outside of his yeah, foot into the, into the top corner is just—it's a lovely, mm. it's a lovely sort of lazy, and I mean it in the best possible way. Pass, I think, from Shearer sure. to flick it on, sort of a, a less good version of that famous Brazil goal with the Pele pass into yeah. Carlos Alberto, yeah. just a, a nonchalant. Yeah, oh, are you doing? I can't, you know, I can't. Yeah, yeah, would there be any honourable mentions? Uh, I really enjoyed England losing 3-2 to Croatia with Steve McLaren in charge because um, England weren't going to win the championships and yeah. if they qualified he wouldn't have lost his job. Uh, yeah. So I, I was quite up for mm. that. Mm. Um, that, was a, that, was a, that is something that sticks in my mind. I was at university. Watching, I remember watching that in a bar in Huddersfield. Then the first time I ever saw England live was at the Old Wembley. Mm. Um, Paul Skull scored a hat-trick against Poland oh, yeah. uh, and uh, ten of us went down from school. I've never seen England. Um, never seen England live? No, no. England 21's a couple of times. But. I've seen them play three or four games. England mm. have never lost a fixture that I have watched. Right. Which... Oh, do keep pointing out to the FA. There's only four yeah, games yeah. out of a thousand. Uh, I do keep pointing this out to the FA, and they're not willing to pay me to go out there as a, as a good luck charm. Um, there we go. What would you say? Um, I'm wondering whether I should pause this now because the battery looks like it's not flashing yet. If it goes, it goes. Yeah, and that would we'll just be the end of the podcast. We'll just it. Um, what would you say is the best England goal you have ever seen? Oh, crikey. The best England goal. Have you got one for this? No, go and say I literally wrote these down and then I have to get in the car. <laughs> I know, but you're sometimes you know you you've got you've got good recall. The best England goal. I tell you what, the first one that came to my mind, go on. and I don't think it would be this one. And I, I can't hundred percent remember who it was against, but there was um, it might have been against someone like Albania, mm. and it was one of those where one of the early sort of back pass free kicks. It's the one where Sheringham runs up and back heels it. Shearer just goes twat yeah, and yeah. there is there is a millimetre he can aim for yeah. <laughs> and he finds it and then some that is a good one yeah I can't remember who's that again like Georgia or someone, someone like that like you're right that, yeah. someone really mediocre uh, I have not Mike. it pains me to say but Michael Owens in France 98 was a good one still think you should have passed the skulls it was the, yeah. be- it was the better ball leave it for yeah. skulls <laughs> yeah but that was a, it was a great moment and sort of it was a real sort of announcement of this talent arguably the high point of his career um, I also love Gazza's against Scotland Gazza's against Scotland is a great one yeah, that's a only because chance. because I think as we've also touched on this podcast Colin Hendry at that point was for me the greatest defender of all time <laughs> I'd never seen Duncan Ferguson have a good game against yeah, him he was, good he was shackled every single time yeah, yeah, was good, yeah. uh, can you think of any really good recent ones I mean I don't watch the qualifiers yeah I know that's a problem um, I sort of lose interest in it don't we so it's yeah, it's tricky. You don't see that many. I'm trying to think of someone. You don't. I don't know. You just don't. I, 
since like Gerard Lampard went, I'm trying to think of someone who could really hit a ball. Scores. I mean, there was one in the run up to the. 2014 World Cup where I think Andros Townsend hit one hard but I don't oh, think you could say it yeah. was a good goal everyone everyone decided after that game it was the greatest goal ever and Andros Townsend was the best mm. person on the planet I think the Gaza I think the Gaza one's a great shout because the circumstances of the game the one alert and it follows Gary McAllister missing the penalty doesn't it moments later yeah and then go straight to the end and score and the celebration of course the famous dentist chair was the assist the obviously goes to Yuri Geller for that penalty save exactly yeah. Yeah, he um, did move that ball he, he moved that ball a millimetre I mean yes it was windy but he moved that ball a millimetre um, yeah. never could do it again though he couldn't uh, yeah. heal people's feet could he yeah. uh, when he kept saying that he was yeah. going to resolve the metatarsal <laughs> crises of, uh, of the early 2000s whatever happens to the metatarsal that was like it's still there is it not right. unremoved no, I just wondered if evolution, but I don't know. Like that, you just maybe boots are better. Boots are better. Boots I, think, are better. I think that was yeah. it. I think it was yeah. around about the time that blades came in. Yeah, blades and boots not having the protection on the yeah. top. And I don't think people wear blades as much anymore. No, I think you're right. Way. Actually, I think it's yeah. No, I, um, I was going to say another honourable mention for a goal, but it didn't really count for much. Hmm. Uh, Joe Cole hit a lovely one against oh, Sweden. Oh yes, sort of chested it down That's and hit a, a lovely, a looping volley that mm. made everybody think. Do you know what? In the part, I reckon I could do that. <laughs> like he just chests it and then he just hits it. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't it's slice through it. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. You know, it's not driven. Mm. It doesn't feel like he's hit it very hard either. Yeah. It's just. It's a lovely sort of floating, loopy one. Yeah. You, you reckon you could have a go at that? Yeah, yeah. that was a great goal. Was that the 2006 World Cup? 2006 against Sweden mm. um, in the game where uh, Michael Owen mm. uh, did his cruise ship. I'll tell you one of the goals I really enjoyed was Andy Carroll's header. In against Sweden, you yeah, that was from the edge of the area. Yeah, you could tell it was for the halfway line, I believe. It was just, <laughs> it was an absolute but Yeah, that really wound me up that goal as well, though, Go because uh, was that I can't remember. Was he at Liverpool at that point? He was, yeah, he'd left us. Um, and I can't remember like the timeline's very blurry about which was the Kenny Dalglish season. Um, I think it was that season. There's we a season where they got to the cup final twice. Yeah, it was that season because um, we sold him in the January of 2011. I, I'm, yeah, I, I, I can't be 100% sure yeah. whether it was that year mm. the double cup final or the following. No, because in 2013 was. was Wigan, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was, so, yeah. and in that in the cup final, obviously, I don't want Liverpool to achieve anything ever. Mm. Um, but in the cup final, there. Um, Carroll scores a late header, doesn't mm, he, to he make does, it two-one yeah. to Chelsea? Yeah, and it was the f- and Downing, I think, was the person who put the cross in. Yeah, and it was the first time someone had thought, "This guy, he's t- he wins a lot of fucking headers. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we put in a decent ball cross. with a bit of pace yeah. Yeah, yeah. that he just has to? All he has to do is is win it." Mm. And he will and win it and steer it on goal and it will be a goal. Yeah. And there was a fascination with wingers of getting to the bottom and then floating crosses. Yeah. But Carroll's then got to do all the work. All he's, the work. I'm sure he's had neck problems in the past. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and if you put a ball with pace on his forehead, yeah. he's got a 70 percent chance of yeah. scoring a goal. Yeah. And it was again that England goal was you know they finally put a good ball. And he's got a lot to do from the edge of the mm, area yeah. there, but the cross makes it because yeah. the cross has driven he a little bit. He doesn't have to well. generate as much of the power himself. And he just yeah. he, he just guide, you know, yeah. powers the ball into the. And mm. he's a player who it, I feel he was never a world beat. He was never a no. thirty-five million pound striker. No, but he was wasted because teams thought teams thought they were too good to play. Mm. 
traditional crosses to the guy yeah, to, yeah. to bullet and header in. Well, I think the only when I mean, you look at his career, I mean, it's back at Newcastle now. The only time he ever really excelled was at Newcastle when we played a very direct game. We had Joey Barton swinging in crosses from the right, and Carroll would get the headers. And you, you've got to play with strength. Um, and I think the reason that was why the debate around Carroll continued for so long because he's another he's another option. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was team's a bit too sniffy with that. I think like yeah. you see you see a player scoring a goal like that, you think next game why don't we do that again? They yeah, just don't yeah. do it for the rest yeah. of the tournament. It's um, yeah. no, some good shots. I don't know if we've actually defined. We'll have to say the Gaza one, mate. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think the Gaza one is a good one. Yeah. Who is the best England player in your lifetime? In my lifetime, I would say either the best England player of my lifetime. In what I can remember, I, I would I would say. David Beckham because <laughs> I could take wait for justification I don't know if you're shocked by my I need to see you're working out uh, I, I just I just think he was he always raised his game always raised his game for England and I think a lot of the players of that generation so you could never say the same I don't think about Paul Scholes who I think was very good for England was often played out of position but you often felt like Scholes he could he wasn't that bothered. Do you know what I mean? I, mm. I feel like Beckham really cared. And I, I feel like he dragged us, completely dragged us to that 2002 World Cup. Um, the other one, the other one again, probably probably some people people will disagree, but um, I'd have to stick Wayne Rooney in there. Well, that's my answer. Yeah. Uh, Wayne Rooney, I think he is. And we he's become a bit of a sort of a, a figure of fun, yeah. really, because of his Quite old, his drinking and... <laughs> extramarital affairs. Allegedly. Um, no, no, some, some, that have, some are actually yeah. out there and some is just like, I mean, if you're not having an affair with a woman that you're drink driving home, then you've <laughs> made, you've yeah. made well, no, not that, but you've just, you've made some strange to think, I just want to make sure that you get back safe. Mm, Pay for driving. a fucking taxi, yeah. dude. You're on like 300 grand a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, so, so whether he was or was not yeah. nobbing off this girl, mm. um, he, he's made some poor decisions of, mm. of, of late. Mm. Um, Probably go to Derby to be a, to be <laughs> to basically be yeah. an on-field Ray Winston yeah. uh, <laughs> is probably amongst them. But we forget how good he was when he came yeah. on the scene when he was young, mm-hmm. because everyone remembers the sort of slow, slightly plodding way really towards the end of his mm-hmm. career. But um, like I, I remember, sort of, I was living in France at the time at uni, and it was when he made his debut against Turkey. Mm. And uh, my mum and dad used to send out VHSs of, oh. of like English programs. They put a little yeah. clip of the game on it, and he just went on some skating run. I think it was his first competitive cap. Yeah, he was went on some maybe the stadium of light, and went on a skating little run mm. past like five six players who were all terrified and desperately trying to bring him down. Mm. And you knew then. Mm. This is the England player yeah, for the yeah. next decade. And yeah. England, I believe, would, would have won Euro 2004 if Wayne Rooney hadn't got injured. Yeah, uh, and with the dross that was kind of around, like, the World Cup in 2006 wasn't a great selection well, of players. Would they have had a chat if he hasn't got sent off mm. and was fit at yeah, the start? Don't yeah. forget, he, was, he wasn't fit for that tournament, which mm. contributed to it. Mm. Um, he's not had a run towards a tournament since Euro 2004 yeah. where he was in good shape. Um, but I think for for a talent for all round ability, um, I think he's 
the outstanding England footballer of my lifetime. Is there anyone else you would throw into the mix? Just if I would generally. Um, I was a big fan of Frank Lampard. Trevor Sinclair, <laughs> Franny Jeffers. Trevor Sinclair was, I mean, this is spoiling my next question. Trevor Sinclair was actually, after being figure fun, was brilliant at the 2002 World Cup. Yeah. Um, no, I'd say um, Lampard, I felt, always delivered more than Gerard mm. did for England. Mm. Um, and Mapias obviously kicks in. Um, I think it's difficult to, I mean, God, he's a hate figure as well, but Ashley Cole was sensational yeah. for England for, yeah, yeah. for a decade. Probably. Probably England's second best player in Portugal in that 2004. He was good, actually. Cool. Um, That's a very good shot, actually. That's um, a good shot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gaza was just someone you enjoyed watching, but you mm. could never say that he was necessarily the best oh, player at that yeah. time. Shearer, um, you know, it was yeah. short but sweet, really, because he called time on his England career a bit early. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Gaza's a good shout, though, because he, he lit up the 1990 World Cup and Euro 96 to mm. a certain extent. There's not many England players that really have done that. And, and a boring answer you'd never get your top never top player but would be top 10 David Platt was yeah, terrific Platt, for his country yeah. you thought I was going to say an Everton player then I could tell <laughs> Leighton Baines Leighton Baines let down by Steve Gerrard yeah. um, uh, at least Phil Jagielka fronted up after Captain Slip he couldn't be asked when he yeah. knocked England out of the World yeah. Cup in Brazil no, I think um, we had some good shows there yeah so, so now obviously we've always said it's more fun to criticise people mm. uh, and we've only got a couple of minutes left before a miserable game of football <laughs> uh, who's the worst England player of your lifetime there's a definitive answer here by the way is there yeah. it's quite hard to say because no it's, there's, there is one answer. is there yeah. well go on then who, who should never have played for his country uh, well there's probably a few actually um, Michael Ricketts is the right answer. Is it? Is that Michael right Ricketts answer? is yeah. the worst yeah. player, like statistically, to play for England. He, yeah. But it's so unfair because he was really good that, that up, season. Up until yeah, that yeah. cap. Mm. Um, he was, but I can't remember whether he'd already moved to Middlesbrough by the point that he made his. Uh, he must have still debut. been involved in I can't have. remember, but he was really good. Like Maybe he got to like double, double I think figures. He got about 17, 18 goals. Yeah. I don't think he scored again after that England yeah. cap. Yeah. He, was, he looked out of his depth in yeah. that game, which was either against the Netherlands or Portugal, I can't remember. Um, but he was replaced at half-time, I think, this might not be right, by Darius Vassell, mm. who became one of those players who was not very good at club level, but always mm. seemed to do something internationally. Yeah, 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 he was fairly solid, wasn't he, um, Yeah, R- Ricketts is probably, I think, the outstanding answer. I'm glad we got worst, there. Worst England player. Yeah. I mean, Kevin Davis was pretty... He should never, he got a token oh, captain. Well, Jay Bothroyd got Jay a Bothroyd, captain. Yeah, that's what I mean, there's quite a few, isn't there? Um, like, the, you look back, I was looking at, actually, I was looking at Franny Jeffers the other day, because he popped up on the Daily Mail, because he's been in a bit of scandal in his personal life, which is fine. But, um, well, it's not fine, but that was why <laughs> I was reading about him. Um, but he obviously is famous, he's, he's a one-cap one-day, scored, scored a goal. One-cap, one-goal. Um, but his career, was absolutely when you look at his, his appearance his in goals record was just a bit I don't think he scored 50 goals and you just wonder where his, well, where his reputation even even when he broke through Evan he didn't score many goals and you think, well, he wasn't there long enough no, to um, no. he, he was always an intelligent footballer it made it seemed to make sense that move to Arsenal mm-hmm. but I mean, I don't know uh, to wildly speculate whether London contributed to his downward spiral. Yeah, you don't know whether he looked after himself. His ankles seem to be made of glass. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there was a player who should have been better yeah. than he was. Yeah. Uh, um, Any other stinkers? Yeah, there's a name that just just came to mind. Oh, the other one cap, one goal wonder, Dave, Dave Nugent. Nugent. Yeah, yeah. Who I absolutely respect more than anything oh, yeah. for what he did. Yeah. No. And 
there's only one person on the planet who's pissed off about it and still pissed off to this day, and that's Jermaine <laughs> Defoe. Because I do, I believe Jermaine Defoe is the sort of player who you could ask him now how many goals have you scored in oh. competitive and non-competitive matches, yeah. and he could give you a full break. Yeah. Scoring a goal matters to Jermaine Defoe yeah. more than any other person on this planet, yeah. and that's why I like Jermaine Defoe. Yeah, yeah. But I was so pleased that David Nugent was complete oh. and utter shit house and stuck. It wasn't even like it wasn't going. Sometimes you can say I was making sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, does that thing where Tom Davis scored that goal for City and like Lukaku was sort of yeah. nudging the keeper out of the way and shielding it and trying to claim it I didn't really begrudge that even yeah. though it would have been shit to take the goal off Tom Davis yeah. but it's not like this one was stuck on the line or, yeah, you yeah. Had, or there was a defender near it was just like fuck it yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm having this I think, and why not I think what we I think what that appeals to is the sort of the little boy in, in us isn't it it's like who dream of scoring a goal for England and probably thought I might ever get another crack at this so what? So why not just lash it into the net? Yeah. Um, no, I agree with that. Did you see? In, interesting. Did you see the, the Aaron Ramsey goal for Juventus last night? No. Which is very similar in that Ronaldo takes a free kick, the keeper spills it, and it's a bit more contentious about whether it's going or not. But the principle remains the same: the ball is going in the goal, and Aaron <laughs> Ramsey lashes it in. And there was a lot on social media last night basically saying that Ronaldo will ensure that Ramsey never plays for Juventus again. Yes. Because he <laughs> because he took a goal away from him. Yeah, of course and, Ronaldo and, famously, you know, gets pissed off when anyone scores that's not him. Yeah, and um, and, and you know, um, there are wild allegations that he is prone to uh, to getting his own way. Yeah. Uh, so uh, um, on on the field with with those sort of footballing decisions, yes. that's yeah. all I'm alluding to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, good luck, uh, good luck this week, Aaron Ramsey. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think Michael Ricketts is the right Michael choice. Ricketts I think is. David Nugent and and I think David Nugent does you know. Did nothing wrong in an England shirt, so it's difficult. No, but he, he I'm, I'm not saying that like, you can't like Michael Rickett's had a poor 40. There'll be players who've had worse 45 yes, minutes, yeah, yeah. but uh, I mean, Dave Nugent was playing at press, he couldn't run, yeah, yeah. He, he runs like he waddles, yeah. he's so slow. That's why he's still playing now because he's not, he's not been affected by age <laughs> taking a toll. Um, on him. I'm but trying to think if there, if there are other stinkers, there's some dodgy goalies, hasn't there? Surely. Yeah, but they've normally got about fifty caps. Like Rob Green was shit. David James was rubbish. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they've always been like. If you look at I like mean, the third, what's or the one? Scott Carson. Yeah, stinker. As often, if you look at who the third or fourth choice keeper was, mm. they often got like forty-five minutes in yeah, a pre-tournament warm-up, and you kind of think you're never playing for you. Like, yeah. you're only here because like. What, one of those is going to have to lose a limb. Yeah. For, for, <laughs> for, for, it's not even now a rule. If you want to have 23 members in the squad, three of them have got to be goalkeepers. Oh, right. There you go. Um, there's a name that's floating around my head that I can't. I can't. Ricky Lambert. Fucking oh, hell. Oh, good shout. Yeah. Yeah. Good shout. Phil Neville. <laughs> Ricky Lambert is a, is a very Ricky good Lam- shout. Ricky Lambert should never have played for his country. No, no. Um, and no. there, people like. Like in the nineties, like Lee Hendry, oh. should probably have never played for his country. Rob Lee, you know. Rob Lee, come on, don't try that one. You know how I feel about Rob Lee. I do. <laughs> I do. Oh, I enjoyed that. And you yeah. No, that oh, was good. Um, so I'm back. Yeah. Uh, I'm not here next week, so oh, right. it's, a, it's a short this <laughs> week. Um, well, I'll delay putting this one out. We should do this off air. Yeah, um, yeah that's us. Um, 
you can get in touch with us just to let us know you're still listening and make it worth our while. We've got to renew the SoundCloud in three months' time, so Excellent. if we don't hear from you, we won't bother. Um, you can contact us at noeasygamespod at outlook.com or on Twitter at noeasygamespod. Um, and that's that. Yeah, we'll be back soon. Yeah. Um, We've enjoyed that. Oh, yeah. 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 Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.